When a challenge is met and a victory won, we think of ourselves as the conquerors, so to speak, over the problem. But then we go on to solve the next problem, jump the next hurdle, win the next victory. What if there's more to our victory than just overcoming a problem? What does it really mean to be more than a conqueror? Hey there, you're listening to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. This is episode 226. And today we're going to be talking about what it means that we are more than conquerors through Christ. You're listening to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. I'm James Early, your host, and this is the place to be to rediscover the original Christianity of Jesus. Each week, we talk about how Jesus wanted us to think and act and pray and live our daily lives. And we dig down into the mindset of Jesus to discover how we can think and act like he did. The goal is to experience more of Jesus' promise that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Hey there, and welcome again to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. I am so grateful, as always, that you've tuned in to listen today. We're facing so many challenges in the world right now, and when you look at everything going on, not just out in the world, but also the problems that you may be dealing with in your own life, sometimes it's easy to think that things are just getting worse all the time. When is all the violence, the hatred, the wars, the racism, and all these other things we're struggling with, when is it all going to end? When is greed and disrespect for individuals in governments, organizations, and, well, even churches sometimes, when is it going to stop? And what about the personal challenges you may be facing right now? Have you ever wondered where God is in all this chaos? I've certainly felt that way at times, and I know many very faithful followers of Christ who have wondered this same thing. Well, last week I found a word of encouragement from someone in one of my Bible studies at the Danbury Federal Correctional Institution. I've been conducting these Bible studies since mm, 2008, and it's been a wonderful source of inspiration over the years, not just because of the prayer and study I put into preparing these Bible classes, but largely because of the insights that the people in the classes have shared with me over the years. Well, last Thursday, a woman shared a Bible verse that had been very helpful to her in dealing with the fact that she was in prison and having to face up to all the challenges that caused in her life. She found comfort and encouragement in this passage from Romans chapter 8, verses 35, 37 through 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress? or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, 
nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. The phrase that stood out to her and was of the most comfort was from verse 37. We are more than conquerors. The more she talked about what that meant to her and how it had helped her put all her problems and challenges in perspective was really inspiring. She kept coming back to the idea that usually we just want to conquer our problems and get the victory over whatever challenge we may have. But then she kept asking the question, well, what does it mean to be more than a conqueror? The whole class talked about this for 10 to 15 minutes before we got to the Bible study I'd prepared to share with them. So I've been thinking about our conversation and the implications of what it means to be more than conquerors. Usually when we have a problem or a challenge, we focus on finding a solution or resolution of some sort. And we're grateful when we have a healing, a blessing, or a victory. When a challenge is met and a victory won, we think of ourselves as the conquerors, so to speak, over the problem. But then we go on to solve the next problem, jump the next hurdle, win the next victory. What if there's more to our victory than just overcoming a problem? What does it really mean to be more than a conqueror? I know a fellow, Lewis, who worked really hard to achieve a business goal a few years back. And I mean, he really did work hard at it. He achieved his goal and was even more successful than he had hoped. He won some awards and got a lot of recognition. And his business grew by leaps and bounds. And by the way, this was not just some six-week project. He worked on it for more than a year. How would you feel if you'd been in his shoes and had those kind of results from all your hard work and efforts over such a long period of time? Pretty good, right? He was elated. He had conquered his fears and beliefs of inadequacy. He overcame limitations, and he surpassed his goal. It was an amazing experience. But the funny thing was that in just a day or so, that victory seemed far away, and he had lost all his sense of having accomplished anything, even though all he had done was still right there. The same thing happened several times until he finally realized he had to quit identifying himself as someone who could only find fulfillment and purpose by meeting a business goal. In effect, he had to realize he was more than a goal achiever or in the context of this podcast episode, he was more than a conqueror. He was a child of God before, during, and after a goal was met. He had thought his sense of self-worth would come from achieving great things in his business. But when he achieved those things, the feeling of accomplishment didn't last. Think of all the times God has met a need in your life solved a problem, or healed you in one way or another. It's so important to remember those situations and be grateful for God's love and protection. But what happens after you've been healed? What happens after a problem is solved? What happens after God gives you a victory over a challenge? Let's come back to that passage from Romans chapter 8. Paul is saying that whatever challenges may come our way, We are so much more than just someone who, with God's help, of course, has overcome a problem. And by the way, Paul is not just talking about little everyday problems like a plumbing leak or 
dropping a gallon of milk on the floor and it spilling everywhere, although we do have to deal with that sort of thing sometimes, he's talking about things on a more cosmic scale, if you will. He's talking about the struggle between good and evil forces in the world and how those affect your life. Just look at some of the things Paul mentions here that come knocking at our doors. Tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, even a sword. You may have faced some of these things on a personal level, but more often these situations come collectively to a large segment of society. But all of this is in the context of Paul's ultimate declaration that nothing can separate us from the love of Christ or from the love of God. And Paul gets pretty bold here. He says that death and not even life can separate us from divine love. Well, that's been pretty comforting to people over the centuries that death cannot separate us from God's love. But Paul says even life can't separate us from God's love. It finally hit me one day what Paul might be thinking about. Have you ever felt like you would not fully experience God's love for you until after you die and go to heaven? This can be a very subtle denial of the fullness of God's love for you right now here on earth. Paul is saying that being alive here on earth cannot separate you from the infinite and eternal love of God. All God's love is here now. And you're not separated from it, no matter what has happened, no matter what you've done, no matter what anyone else has done under whatever circumstance. Neither death nor life can separate you from God's love. This goes along with what Jesus constantly preached. This is Matthew 4.17, that the kingdom of God is at hand. Since God's kingdom is at hand, all God's love is also at hand here and now. Paul goes on to talk about the other things that cannot separate you from God's love, powers in heaven or powers in the earth, the past or the future. Bible scholars say the height and depth, Paul mentions, refer to the position of the stars. Astrology, the belief that the changing position of the stars and planets and their proximity to each other had power over your life, was very prevalent in Bible times, well, just as it is today. Paul is saying that the planets and stars cannot separate us from God's loving control in our lives. How often do you feel like something is separating you from God, that something is keeping you from having a victory over evil in your life? Paul has declared this great truth that in all these challenges, we are more than conquerors. Now, you can either accept or reject this truth, but it remains true whether you believe it or not. If you go outside on a sunny day, the sun is still shining whether you open your eyes or shut them. Well, so let's come back to this idea of being more than a conqueror over all these things Paul has mentioned. What does it really mean to be more than a conqueror? Well, I was thinking about this, and so I looked up the phrase in the original Greek to see if I could get any insights. And what I found was interesting. In many Bible translations, the passage is translated in a way that conquerors is a noun. But in the original Greek text, it is actually a verb 
which means to gain a surpassing victory, to do much more than conquer. A more accurate translation could be, we more than conquer these problems through him that loved us. This verb, to more than conquer, is in the present tense and active voice. That means it's not just some time way off in the future, but that we are more than conquering things right now. And Paul makes it clear that if you feel you have more than conquered in the past, you cannot be fooled into thinking you are no longer able to do so. It's present tense. It's now. You are more than a conqueror now. I think there are two aspects of being more than a conqueror. It can mean when you overcome a specific challenge you're facing, but in a larger sense, it refers to the final victory over all evil. Let's talk about when you overcome a particular challenge in your life. Maybe it's a problem at work that was resolved. Maybe it's an addiction of some sort you found freedom from, a chronic disease that God has healed, or a recurring sin in your life that you have overcome. These are holy victories, holy moments of gratitude and praise to God. But Once the problem is solved, once the healing has come, once the sin has been washed away, who are you? Are you just a former sinner, sick person, or victim of a bad work environment? No, you are so much more than that. You are so much more than someone who has overcome a problem. You're discovering step by step who you really are as a child of God. In fact, Paul has already established the fact your identity as a child of God, earlier in the same chapter. And by the way, if you're ever having an identity crisis and trying to figure out who you really are, dig deep into chapter 8 of Romans. Paul gets very specific and to the point in Romans eight fourteen through 17. He says, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. You are so much more than a conqueror of sin or of a challenging situation. You are an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. Every time you have a victory over a challenge, whatever it is, however big or small it is, you are more than a survivor or a victor over the problem. You are a child of God with all the divine inheritance that goes with it. Jesus explains this very thing to his disciples when they came back from a preaching and healing mission he sent them on. They had healed and done all kinds of wonders in Jesus' name and were pretty impressed with their success. This is Luke 10, 17. The 72 returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. But Jesus invited them to look at things from a broader, more spiritual perspective. He said, this is Luke 10, 19 and 20, 
I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Jesus is basically telling his followers that they are more than just conquerors over evil spirits. They are children of God whose names are written in heaven. I did an episode several years ago about what it means that your name is written in heaven. It's episode 61, Your Name is Written in Heaven. And I'll have that link in the show notes if you'd like to listen to it. Now, I just want to point out one more crucial detail that cannot be overlooked. Paul says we are more than conquerors, that we more than conquer the challenges that have come our way, but it is only through him who loved us. That's verse 37 of chapter 8 in Romans. You cannot solve any problem, conquer any challenge on your own. It is only through Christ who loved us. It was only through Christ's name, Christ's nature and authority that the disciples were able to cast out evil spirits. It is only through Christ's nature and authority that you can truly be a conqueror over any challenge, big or small. Every time we have a victory over evil, even a small one, we get a taste of the ultimate victory over all evil, where, according to Revelation 21, verse 4, God will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. In this new heaven and new earth, there is nothing left to conquer. You are the beloved child of the Most High God and nothing less, and there's nothing greater you could be. Paul says this is what's true about you right now. It's not only way off in the future. It's not just in the past and no longer possible now. It's true now and forever. You are more than a conqueror. You are the beloved child of God and co-heir with Christ. This is your spiritual identity. Give yourself permission to be what God has created you to be. It's actually who you already are. You have inherited all the love and blessings God can give. You have inherited his kingdom with and through Christ. Accept your spiritual inheritance right now as an heir of God and live your life from that perspective. Hey, thanks so much for being here and listening. I really appreciate you tuning in. If there's someone you know who would appreciate today's episode, please share it with them. If you're new to the Bible Speaks to You podcast, I'd like to encourage you to subscribe. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any podcast app that you like to listen on. I also encourage you to sign up for my email newsletter on my website. Just go to thebiblespeakstoyou.com and click on the subscribe tab. Fill out the form and you're all set. And when you do, I'll send you a prayer guide I put together called Praying with the Mindset of Jesus. Just check your download folder. If you have any questions or comments while you're on the website, just click the contact tab and I'll be in touch. I look forward to hearing from you. You can read a full transcript of today's episode on the show notes page on my website. You can find that at thebiblespeakstoyou.com forward slash 226. This is episode 226. 
You'll also find all the Bible verses I quoted down at the bottom of that page. Hey, I want to thank you so much for all the ways you've been supportive. The podcast has now had listeners in 173 countries. I just am still amazed by that. I'm so grateful, and it's largely because you have shared it with your friends and have helped get the word out. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you for listening and taking these ideas and living them in your life and sharing them with others. That's it for this week. I'm James Early with the Bible Speaks to You podcast. Have a great week. Take care, and we'll see you next time. God bless. God bless.